Hey there, friend. I'm Susan, and this is the Spark Chasers podcast, a series dedicated to the educational changemakers who embrace creativity, seek out challenges, and collaborate on solutions. This is a show for any educator looking to explore the creative side in the classroom, business, and life. So grab a cup of caffeine, your favorite flare pen, and let's chat about what's now and what could be next. Well, hello, hello. I hope you're doing well this week. Now, if you're listening to this on its release date, we are just a few days away from Thanksgiving here in the United States. This is one of my favorite holidays because it reminds me of one of my favorite mantras, which is what you appreciate appreciates. I truly believe that we get more of what we focus on. So this week, I'm focusing on my family my amazing team here at IAS, and you. You have made my life better, and I am truly grateful. Now, I'll let you in on a little secret. Today, the day this is being released, is the Tuesday before Thanksgiving, and I'm not in my office. I'm actually at home, preparing my kitchen for the invasion of my team members, both in person and virtually. Because today is our second company play day, and I could not be more excited. Now, I learned about this idea of a play day from the incomparable Brene Brown, who shares research that taking a true break is incredibly important for us, both in our work and our personal lives, as a way to build up our energy. So today, I want to walk you through how we have chosen to set up our play days as a team, why we believe in this so much, and how you can build your own. So let's dig in. Now, like I said, today our play day is being held in my kitchen. We're spending our whole day baking and then creating treat bags to send home with each other. And the leftovers are going to be taken to our local shelters for their Thanksgiving dinners. So we're actually, (laughs) um, part of my team is virtual and part of my team is actually local. So the ones of us who are local are gathering in my kitchen and those of us who are not local um, are joining via FaceTime. So um, we're doing like gingerbread cookies and we're doing, I don't know, a couple of bread recipes and it's just, my kitchen's going to be a mess (laughs) and I love it. Um, And this is something that all of our team enjoys. We all love to bake or cook in some way. Uh, And that's really important. And we're going to talk about that today in that when you have a play day with a group of people, it has to be something that you all love to do. Otherwise, it's not going to be fun for some people. And so the whole point of this is to be able to let go a little bit, to have fun, to be creative. Um, And when you can do that, you replenish your energy stores. So that's what we're doing today. We're baking, we're laughing, we're listening to some music, and we're doing something that we all love. Now, this whole play day experiment started because of a podcast I listened to from Brene Brown, as I shared before. Now, she shared some incredible research on the power of play. 
and not just for kids, but for us as adults too. This research shares that play helps our brains process, recuperate, and create in new ways. And it helps to rebuild our energy stores. So when we're feeling exhausted, when we're feeling overwhelmed, when we're feeling overworked, play is a great antidote, probably as important as sleep, I would I would assume. And I don't know about you, but normally when I have those feelings of stress and overwhelm and just being plain down tired, all I want to do is sleep, right? All I want to do is lay on the couch, watch some kind of, you know, movie or something that doesn't take a whole lot of brain power and go to sleep. But, and while sleep is important, it's also um, incredibly important for us to be able to do something that gives us joy. And that is what play does, right? For me as a business owner, that's powerful stuff. And the research also shares that play helps us personally to reduce stress, find joy in our lives, and to build connective relationships. So on a personal level, play is also incredibly important. Now, years ago, I read the book Overwhelmed, Work, Love, and Play When No One Has the Time by Bridget Schulte. And much of this same research was reflected in that book. In fact, Bridget traveled the world to the happiest places, the quote unquote happiest places um, where research had determined people enjoy their lives a bit more than maybe the rest of us. (laughs) And she interviewed people from those regions to find out how and why they were happier than others. That's where the book comes in. And it turns out that people in those places put a high premium on making time for play and personal joy. It's more important to them than money, work, or just about anything else. And their workplaces provide the structure to honor those priorities. That book has had a huge impact on me as a leader, and I didn't even realize it at the time. But when I structure things in our organization for my staff. I think about that book quite often because um, part of her research talked about the importance of time off and how places where people are happier, according to the research, allow for unlimited time off and, um, you know, longer leave periods for, you know, FMLA that, for example, for family medical leave. Um, those, Those places honor the time that you need in order to recuperate. And they have people who are better at their jobs that stick around in a a place of employment longer and who really do enjoy their lives. And as somebody who has built a business, that's something that I want to incorporate as well. Now, a little bit later in this podcast, I'm going to talk about how do we do this in schools when you don't have um, the autonomy to do some of that stuff. I'm getting there. But I just, the idea of play is really important. Um, And it's, and we know that for kids, that's what I find ironic. We know that for kids, but we don't do it for ourselves. So let's talk about what is a play day. So oftentimes, if we're thinking about this in terms of school, we're, we're thinking of, you know, those maybe field days that we had for our students uh, where ev- there was a single day and everybody got to play during that day, right? So a play day can look like that for um, a, a work or in personal life. But essentially, 
It could be any period of time. It could be an hour. It could be 15 minutes. It doesn't have to be a full day. But a play day is a set period of time that you set aside specifically to do anything that brings you joy and not just regular old joy, right? But things that when you do them, time seems to disappear, right? Those are, and for many, many, many people, that is a creative endeavor. So it might be watercolor, or it might be singing, or it might be, you know, uh, dancing. It could be any of those things. That all qualifies in this definition of a play day. So you're looking for things that, um, you know, time seems to melt away, that you really love to do, and that you feel happy when you're in the midst of it, things that actually bring you joy. And so what you're going to do is make a list and then select from that list to do one of those things during the set period of time that you've established. So I'm going to get into an example of here of how we did this in our organization and how we're restructuring it a little bit, the lessons that we've learned. But if you're doing this personally, which I've done with my family, and in fact, that's how I started, um, what my family and I did was kind of create our own individual lists of those things that we love to do. And then we looked for things that we had in common. So for example, Emma and I really love watercolor. That's something that we both enjoy that also time fades for us. But my husband, Kevin, doesn't, right? However, all three of us love to go hiking. And so hiking became one of the things on our list that we do as a family when we build in play day time. So um, a few months ago, we decided as a family to take just two hours and go to Great Falls National Park, which is um, outside of D.C., and it has waterfalls, which is actually kind of crazy. And um, we took two hours and as a family went for a hike. Um, and we did it away from our normal places that we go hiking because I think it's important that we look at at other ways to get out of a rut. So that day was really fun for us. We also love, love, love playing board games as a family. So, you know, on Sunday evenings, we'll take some time and just you know, 30 minutes as a family and do some board games. And so it doesn't have to be a full day if you don't want it to. Um, but it does need to be things that everybody in your group enjoys. If Emma and I have a day off together, like if she's off school and I happen to also be off work, that's the time when she and I might do some watercolor. That's when we can play. But again, you're looking for things that with your group you have in common. Okay, so how do you structure that play day? We kind of talked about that a little bit, but what you're looking for is a day or a period of time when you can set things off to the side. The, your to-do list kind of gets pushed on pause and you spend that time completely in play. So that is going to be really, really difficult. And in my, my example of how this worked in my team, you're going to see that unfold in just a couple of minutes. But it's in, really important in order for a play day to work. Your play day might be watching a show together for that for an hour, right? Everybody loves this one show in your family. Or um, it could be that everybody on your staff is, you know, playing, I don't know, some sort of game together. Um, for that period of time, cell phones go away. 
notifications get turned off. You're not planning the next thing that you've got to get done. Your mind is completely invested in the play and it has to be in order for the play to be effective. So the whole point of a play day is to replenish your energy, to get you to be uh, more creative and to reduce your stress level, right? Well, you can't do that if (laughs) if your notifications are turned on. So Try to put all of those things aside and just commit, even if it's 15 minutes for play. I promise you, you're going to see some amazing results from it. Now, there is a difference between work and home play days. So if you're doing this at home, it's much easier, right? Because you have family and you can kind of decide that together. When you're doing it at work, it has to be a little bit more structured, Because everybody has to have some say in how a play day works and they all got to buy in. And as you know, with a large group of people, getting buy in on any one specific thing is really challenging. So you might have to separate your work play days into small groups. So small teams, because not you're going to find it's really difficult to find one thing that everybody loves to do. So you might want to break it into smaller chunks or um, even build it into your lessons. And I'll talk about that in a little bit. Okay, so let's talk about why and how we built our play days as an example um, to get us started, right? So once I learned about the importance of play, I knew I wanted to begin implementing this with my staff, right? So I had already started using this at home with my family and we loved it. We found that we were more connected and more joyful together. Um, We found how much we love spending time with each other and just to have that unfolding. Like I learned so much about what's actually going on with my husband and with my daughter in their daily life just by spending a little time with them in play right? And I'm not prying. It just kind of unfolds naturally. And that's the great part is that I'm not like, you know, asking my daughter, well, what what are you really loving in school? It just kind of naturally happens as a part of a conversation in the things that we love to do. So um, after this past summer of the craziness uh, that had happened at work, I knew that this was something that my team at work also needed. So As I shared, our team is a mix of both in-person and virtual environments. We have a physical office space that was able to reopen after the initial lockdowns in March. And we also have employees who live all over the United States that we connect with virtually on a regular basis. And in the past, we've tried to get together at least once a year. Um, Last year, it was during our annual, our Christmas uh, celebration, we year before we, I think we went um, to Baltimore together and just hung out as a team and went to a baseball game and those kinds of things. Um, And for some of my team members who are full-time employees and not subcontractors, we um, try to get together quarterly with those people because um, it's important to be able to see face-to-face, right? To have that connection. But with COVID, that just hasn't been a reality. And it's been really difficult for all of us because we really love each other as a team and we miss seeing each other. Plus, we've had an extremely busy year. We enrolled our latest certification group in March. We held our largest online summer conference ever in July. Then we held a second virtual conference in October, all about remote learning. 
We released three new online uh, courses. We created and distributed two new podcasts, and we've just released our second edition of Integrate Ed with 120 new lesson packs. So my team was running on fumes. And play days seem to be a great idea for how to rebuild our energy stores, right? So here's how we built our play days. I have an executive leadership team I have um, which I'm blessed to to have that has um, a di- executive director of academics and an executive director of creative. Um, and so both of them, uh, and I, we meet weekly. And at one of our exec leadership team meetings, I brought this up as an idea to do with our team. And both of them thought it was an amazing idea. So what we did was we outlined the purpose behind them and we scheduled the days for our whole group. So what that looked like was we kind of set aside some ideas of, okay, what are some times that we could build these in? And we picked three dates because uh, we, we talked about this in September. So we picked a date in October, a date in November, and a date in December. And then we had to establish what were we, we going to do on these play days. And so that was when we had to go back to our team and ask them, what are some things that you love or that you find joy in? Um, and what do you do that makes time disappear? And we had so many different answers and there's just a few of us. So um, that's a key thing to keep in mind. You might have to split this up. But um, we came up with some things that we all really do enjoy. Um, As you know, from the beginning of this show, one of them is baking. We all love to bake or to cook in some way. Um, We all love, um, you know, some sort of games. We like board games or card games or that kind of stuff. Um, We all happen to love like Christmassy traditions. So that will come up in December. Um, And so we have established what are some things that we all love to do. And we gave each of those days that we selected a theme, right? And so we've we've created those play days around that. Um, October was, I'll, I'll dig into this in a second, but October was around Halloween. And so we had that as a component. November, today, we're baking. Um, and we also have a, a whole value set as a team of giving back. And that's where the you know, the extras, the leftovers going to our local shelters came in as an idea, just because we all don't need to eat all the calories that we're making today. So um, it was great to be able to build in one of our value sets as well, acts of service. And then in December, um, we're building it around, you know, the holidays. So we'll be watching Hallmark movies throughout the day. Everybody's bringing in a special treat like peppermint bark or a hot cocoa bar. And we're spending some time singing some carols, decorating our tree in the the office. We actually have an office Christmas tree um, and exchanging gifts. Okay. Um, So we've established those three days and we'll establish three more starting in January. Um, so that we can continue this idea. So let's go behind the scenes of our first play day, which happened back in October, and some of the lessons that we learned. So the first one was held the Thursday before Thanksgiving, and we had selected two items since it was Halloween. One was to dress up like your favorite Golden Girl character and to play board games throughout the day. Everybody in our team loved playing games like cards or board games. And most people on our team had at least um, some sort of love for the Golden Girls um, as a show. 
See, it can be really silly like this. And so since it was Halloween, we just decided as a team, hey, we're all dress up as somebody. And so um, we had, we have five of us, which meant that, and there's only four golden girls. So somebody had to be Stan. Uh, <laughs> um, I ended up being Dorothy. Tiff was uh, Blanche. Jamie was Rose. And then, and Holly was Sophia. And um, so we needed we have one more person, Stacy, in our full-time group. And so Stacy ended up playing Stan. And it was hilarious. We had a great time with that. And we were going to FaceTime Holly in um, from New York so that she could participate virtually. And the rest of us was just going to come into the office for a day of games and fun. But it turned out a little differently. And we learned a lot of lessons. So the first thing I want to share is that make sure everybody knows how the day is going to go with the ground rules. So for example, I thought that we had established that this was going to be a full day of play. Um, but apparently that was not clear. And so um, those of us who came into the office, um, we had begun to work a little bit before um, our last staff me member came in. And the idea was we're just going to get through some things before she comes in. And then once she comes in, the rest of the day is a play day. But that staff member didn't realize that um, she wasn't going to get that time to work at all, that we were going to do a play day all day. So she was all thrown off because she had some things in her mind that she was planning to do. And then suddenly when she came in and she wasn't able to do them because we were just going to do the play day from there, um, she felt a little like thrown off guard. And that kind of set a different mood for the day than I think we had had wanted. So definitely make sure that everybody knows what the ground rules are for play day. Is it all day? Is it for 15 minutes? Is it for an hour? I think that will help you establish a really good play day time. Also, don't schedule a play day during a time when there's a deadline looming for something critical. So we did this uh, first play day right around Halloween. We thought it was going to be fun. We were also in the midst of, of getting our integrated lesson packs completed. And so there was a deadline around that in early November. And everybody was really stressed to try and finish this and meet that deadline. And so um, unfortunately, one of our team members couldn't participate because she just felt like she was behind and wasn't going to be able to meet the deadline if she took off that day for play. And so that's something that's important to remember. When you're scheduling your play days, look at what people have to do. And if they are going, if it's going to cause them more stress to take off because it's going to put them behind, then don't schedule a play day for that period of time. It seems like it's like a common sense thing, and it probably should be. But in the excitement of building one of these for yourself or for your team, uh, that can easily get sidetracked. Um, also, when you select items for your play day, be clear on the specifics of what you enjoy. So this came up during our, our play of games right? We used a game that um, some of us had never played before. And um, we used Balderdash. And some of us, myself, have never played Balderdash before. Um, and so when I said game day, I'm thinking things like Scrabble or card games or um, even like silly board games that like Monopoly or whatever. I was not thinking of a game that I had never played before. And so when somebody was trying to teach me the game, 
or teach us the game, it was confusing. And it felt like um, we were behind, like those of us who had never played before were behind where the people who had been playing before and it didn't make sense. And it, it led to almost a little bit of competition that we didn't we weren't really looking to, to incur during a play day. So um, what we could have done better in that respect is to talk about, okay, when you say board games, what specific games do you enjoy playing? Um, and so that's really important. When you establish the things that you enjoy, make sure that you're specific about those pieces so that some people aren't feeling left out. Um, and then the last thing I would share about this is that letting go of stressors is hard in a work environment. So if you're not going off campus, if you're doing this in a in a school building or wherever you are located, build in time to transition out of work mode. And that is something I think we actually did well uh, during our first game day. We watched I don't know, maybe three or four episodes of The Golden Girls, since that was our theme that day. We watched a few of those episodes before moving into the the board game section. And I think that helped us to, you know, establish that this is a play day, even though we're in the office, we are playing. It's okay to let go of that. It's okay to release that expectation of work. And so, um, when you're working, if you're doing a play day in your work environment, it's important to build in that time so that your brain has time to shift off. All right. So today we've moved out of the kitchen or out of the office and into my kitchen. And we're FaceTiming in Holly, who is taking the role of executive chef for our baking day. That's what our play day today is looking like. And we've chosen a time without deadlines. So in fact, our whole office is going to take off tomorrow through Sunday for the Thanksgiving holiday. And so this is a really nice way to head out to the holiday. So hopefully as you're listening to this, we're laughing and we're taste testing our recipes without a thought to the emails that are coming in today. And I, that is the, the kind of play day that you want to establish. So how do you create your own, right? How do you take this idea of a play date and make it your own? Because if you're in schools, it is mighty difficult to take a whole day to play either as a staff or as a class. And unless you're an administrator, you probably don't have the ability to call a play day as a staff. But there are definitely some ways to work this in. You just have to think about it a little differently. So first, Try bringing this idea to the social committee. Most schools have a committee like the Sunshine Committee or the Social Committee, whatever it is, that brings a little bit of joy to everybody, right? You might not be able to have a full play day, but you might be able to have a play staff meeting or a play hour or a play half hour, right? So try bringing it to the social committee or to somebody whose whole you know role there is in, in those committees is to look at ways to build team culture. And maybe that's your administrator. Or if you are an administrator, think about how you could build this in. And it doesn't have to be a whole day. It can be just for a short period of time. You might also think about how to do a play day or even a play warm up in your class. And make sure that you get in on the action. Don't just facilitate the play actually play, right? Because those of the people who are playing with you love to watch you get in on it too. And it makes, it totally changes the feel of a play day. It doesn't feel like you're, you know, you're the coach and everybody else is on the team. 
it feels like everybody is playing and that it's a priority. So remember that it's not about the time playing. It's about the play itself. So even if it's a five minute warm up and everybody plays, that is going to make a big impact. Also, think small to start. How can you build in play during your lessons? Is it just a matter of switching up roles so that you're able to play with your students? Or how can you build in play with other staff members? Is it going, is it establishing like a a staff happy hour once a month, right? That everybody goes to a a place, probably not right now with COVID, but, (laughs) um, or if it's a, you know, um, a beverage, a tea and soda or beverage cart that comes around once a month or something, right? Um, What can you build in as play with other staff members. Maybe you want to do this at home instead. Maybe this is not going to work for you in your building, but you do want to establish play day at home. If that's the case and you want to do this with family, ask everybody what they love to do. Come up with a list that includes things that everyone enjoys and then pick a day and time to start doing this together. And whenever possible, try to weave these in during times that are a little low key to start, which sounds a little um, like it's not what is the whole play day is for, right? A play day is to relieve stress. But remember what happened in our organization when we did this during a time of high stress of with deadlines looming. Then people felt like they had to bow out, right? So when you're getting started, when you're looking to establish this, try to start in a, a low key way, right? Once you've built in the practice and everybody knows what a play day looks like and feels like, Then you can start building them in during times of high stress as well as a stress reliever. So you ready to work in some more play? I hope that you'll give this idea a try. And this upcoming holiday season is the best chance to give it a whirl. There are so many fun activities that you can do. See if you can weave them in a little bit more purposefully this year. And if you can establish that joy that we all miss so desperately. Now, I'd love to hear your thoughts and questions about this topic. Remember that you can use the Ask Me Anything button on the podcast page to share with me your ideas and what's bubbling to the surface for you. Just head over to artsintegration.com forward slash spark chasers, and you'll find today's show notes, contact area, and links for more resources. And if you're enjoying the show and know somebody who could benefit from our discussions, please share the podcast with them because together we can chase the spark of our ideas and make a brighter future for everyone. I'll see you soon. Well, check that off your list, my friend. You just finished another episode of the Spark Chasers podcast. If you want more, head over to artsintegration.com forward slash spark chasers for show notes, a space to tell me what you thought of today's show and links to what we talked about today. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. This helps others find the show so we can all grow and learn together. Can't wait to get together again soon.